I get a feeling it's gonna be a riot. I don't read the newspapers because they all have ugly prints. All right, welcome to Safe Space with Sam Tripoli. Why did I have to say my name? That's weird. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I love that I'm back in the States. I'm back doing the podcast. Sorry I couldn't do it on Monday. I didn't get back in time. So we're doing it here. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody who's listening. I hope you get this before the holiday. If not, you listen to it after the holiday. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything. The year has flown. Everybody's ready for 2017. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be better. Let's hope. Put out the positive energy, dude. Put it out there. 2017. Be fun. Be festive. Full of love. But thank you for tuning in. I just got to give a shout out real quick to uh, Canada. I fucking love you. There's nothing about Canada. I really like. Well, real quick, I'm going to get into uh, my dates. Next uh, next Tuesday night, the Ranta Tours are back. We got Brandon Schaub. Burt Kreischer, uh, who else? Uh, Dustin Yarbro, um, David Deary, uh, Vanessa Johnston, myself, and Mike Tully. Got a show Tuesday night, 8 p.m. If you're in L.A., come to the show, get weird, okay? And then the following weekend, I am in Chicago at the Comedy Bar, the sec- the first, second, and third. So come and hang out. I'd love to see everybody. I haven't played Chicago in forever. I just can't wait to freeze my balls off. Free my freeze my balls off. I can't wait. I'm very excited. So it's gonna be good. Aaron, how are you? Good. Aaron, do you all get weird when when Ari makes weird comments about you, your wife, and your future children? A little bit. I get more weird when he pees in bottles on camera. Is that what happened the other day? Oh, yeah. He When three, I left, he times. pissed? He pissed in a bottle? In a bottle and a cup. He tried to get it on camera, and I... I he said, no, I this is a away. Christian station. No, I think there's there's YouTube regulations against it, for sure. Peeing in a bottle? On camera, yeah. I respect that. Yeah. That's my, that's my opinion why Twitter's dying. It's because there's too much porn on Twitter. And there's too many people retweeting porn, or maybe that's just my feed. You think that'd keep it alive? No, I think that I think with the adult films, everybody loves porn. They just want it in its own weird place on the side. Which brings me to my next point. Hello, Canada. Canada's great, man. Canada's fucking great. I love everything about Canada. I can't gig there enough. It's one of those countries where you go, could I live here? Answer is yes. It's too cold, though. It's too cold. But the people are pretty laid back, man. They get it. The truth is, they just get it. And there's a lot of reasons why. But, like, their most conservative people are, like, would be liberals in America. They'd be completely blue liberals. They're so laid back and cool. Uh, you know, and, and I realized this the other day when I was at a, uh, I was at the mall. Do you know that they have adult bookstores in malls? In Canada? No, that's... That's... that's cr- you remember? Yeah. We thought Spencer's at the mall was crazy because we they had tit dice. Yeah. Remember? Like, whoa, 
Yeah. I'm going to go to Spencer's Ball. I'm going to get one of those pens where you do it upside down and you see titties. That's when titties were worth something. Mm-hmm. That's when they were worth something. Now it's just there's so much. How much lighter do you think the internet would be if you got rid of all the porn? Oh, there'd be uh, there'd be four pages. Yeah, there'd be four pages left. Yeah. There's so much tits and ass on the internet. Like, why are people still angry? Like, you go to, there's a fucking, there's, in this West Edmonton Mall, there is three adult bookstores. Not one, in a weird corner, quietly away. Three. Locate throughout the malls so you don't have to walk too far to find one. That's good, you know? I, I think get, it's I good. I get my Nikes. You get then, your, yeah, then, you can get a Cinnabon and a butt plug. Yeah. One stop. Mm-hmm. But that's got to be the last stop, right? Yeah. Well, You're yeah. not going to stop and grab, like, a 10-inch black dong and then go to Panda Express and get all the Chinese people there really insecure. Do you have to bring your own bag, or they still have plastic bags? They got to give you. Well, dude, everywhere else has plastic. Dude, if you think this law in L.A., in, a, in California, about plastic bags is about the environment and not about making a dime every time everybody buys a purchase, you're retarded. It's all about making it. There's no reason to charge for a Like, if you pay a a, a a dime for a bag? Are you going to take more care for that bag? Oh, a little baby bag. Here, just sit in the corner. I'm going to take care of you. I just thought they should combine the two bills, the the condoms and porn and the plastic bags. Oh, like you got to fuck with a plastic bag on your dick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, dude, as much as I hate the idea, I respect that. And I would watch guy fucking with, with fucking Ralph's bags on his dick. <laughs> And the problem is those dicks are so big they could actually fill up yeah, that yeah, bag. Yeah, they could. Yeah. Mine wouldn't even do Klaus. Mine'd be like one of those really shitty Halloween costumes where your mom puts like the bed fucking blanket on you and then puts a hole and you're like, oh, you're a ghost. That would be my dick. Just a little ghost in a fucking bag trying to scare pussy. It wouldn't work. But yeah, they got adult bookstores over there. They're pretty laid back, man. They're pretty laid back. Uh, and you're like, why Why is Canada so laid back? I'll tell you for a couple reasons. One is their news. The news there is is really, maybe for them, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch a shit ton of it, but I've traveled the world, and I love to watch news, and I just watched that their news is, for the most part, informative. It's not, and it's uplifting. It's not fear-mongering. Like, we, CNN is on a fear Mogering fucking run right now. Like, this is like the golden age of fear mongering for CNN. Like, did you see the new thing that they like? It's like they're they're combing mental facilities looking for anybody that will say anything fucking nuts. It's like CNN's like, hey, hey, what guy and crazy shit they want to say? Some guy's like, our juice people, get them in makeup. We're live in five, four. Three. It's just like that doesn't represent anybody except for this small minority of people. The notion, the notion that if you if you voted for Trump, you're automatically a racist is going to be the downfall of everything. Just because some people voted for Trump because they didn't like Hillary. It has nothing to do with being a racist or a bigot. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get into more of that. I'm gonna get into more of that a little later. But right now, I want to stay focused. Uh, you, you, I lost you on that one. I feel like I lost you, Aaron, on that. I, uh, you know, I think you may not necessarily be outwardly racist, but you're you. You think you that everybody who voted for Trump has a bit of racism in them? 
Yeah, I mean, well, most people do. Uh, uh, beyond beyond the acceptable for. level of bigotry, which we all have. Everybody has an acceptable level of bigotry. Yeah. There's a little bit of like, fuck that. Everybody's tiny bit xenophobic, a tiny bit uh, whatever other words there are out there. Xenophobia, uh, isolationist maybe, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there is a, a, a little bit, everybody kind of looks at anybody who is not their own as a little, with a, a, a smidget, a smidget of a uh, uh, suspect. They kinda, uh, what's going on here? But I think most people in this country, like I said, like more people voted for her than voted for him. We're three weeks out and it's, we're still talking about it. And if you don't think that the Kling camp and all of them are behind this, all this propaganda shit, uh, I think as a society, we should all agree never to watch the news again. I'm into it. Don't watch the news. Don't watch CNN. Fuck CNN. Yeah. I, you watch, you watch, I go Canada, I go across the world. Man, the news is totally different. I'm not saying there's no propaganda going on, but CNN, anytime Don Lemon opens his mouth, it hot propaganda garbage comes out. Hot propaganda garbage. It's just like, what do you, it's just like, how do you, Don Lemon, I, I would love to ask Don Lemon, how long does it take for him t- to fall asleep crying? Like, how long does he cry at night? Before he goes to bed, because he knows the shit he's doing is so fucking stupid. But back to Canadians. Uh, Garnett, uh, one of the listeners of Punch Drunk, very nice guy. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. I'm fucking horrible at it. If you listen to the podcast, you know I can't say names. Garnett from uh, Winnipeg, we'll call him. Nicest guy. Huge, huge Punch Drunk fan. Buys us gifts all the time. Like if it's our birthday, he'll buy us a jersey, buy us hats. He came. He wanted to get out of of Canada. He comes down and he buys us three tickets to the Clipper game. and Because he's a Raptor fan. And so I was like, that's cool. I had a bunch of stuff I had to do, but I'm like, this guy flew in. I, I'm going to go with him. And i got to be honest with you. Anytime I work with fans, and I, I don't want any fans to take this the wrong way, but the Monkey Todd situation from way back in the day, which was before you, Aaron, we had a guy, He's an, he, he was a big fan. He turned out, let's just say he's a little off, and it was like made everybody uncomfortable. And he's a good guy. He, he's just got conditions, and it's not his fault. He's dealing with it the best that he can. I don't hate him, but I'm just saying it was such a weird situation that whenever anybody deals with us, I kind of go, hey, man, what's going on here? So and when everybody hits me up, they want to work with me, I go, are you fucking crazy? I ask them, are, are you a nut job? Are you a whack job? Do you do wacky shit? Are you a... F- fucking crazy person because i don't want to deal with crazy i like fans i love fans without fans you know fan is the is just uh, sh- uh short for abbreviation of of fanatic you know i get it but it's like are you crazy just don't be crazy i'll deal with anybody i'm a pretty easy guy i'll deal with anybody just don't be a whack job and and garnett was he's a very nice guy bus tickets so he he bought us when he showed us where he was like hey where's these tickets and they were like high up and i was like okay I usually don't do second row. I don't do the high, the high area, but I'll do it because I'm very thankful that he would even come down and buy us tickets. I'll do it. I'm only joking. I'll take any ticket. I'll sit high up with the Mexicans. I don't give a shit. Careful how you're holding that hand. 
What do you mean? Oh, throwing it up like that? Yeah. Throwing it up like that? (laughs) Is that it? Now we're freezing frames now? (laughs) Someone might. (laughs) Somebody's freezing frames. Because I'm talking about the high up nosebleed seats, and now I got people throwing fucking Heil Hitlers at everybody. Is that where we're at? Listen, dude, I am the most liberal dude. I got in an argument last night with this guy. I'm the most liberal dude in the world. There's nothing about me that is conservative. No. And if you're conservative, you listen to this, I don't hate, that's cool, man. You believe what you want to believe. It's when you enact rules on other people. That's where I problem. Whatever you want to believe in, believe in it. There's nothing about me that's conservative. Nothing. Uh, You know, sometimes feminists drive me fucking nuts. Okay, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not worried about feminists because once we get Japanese sex robots, I'm not going to have to deal with this shit anymore. Once I got a fuck robot, do I got to put up with your shit? Hey, go sleep on the bed. You know who doesn't kick me to the bed, babe? Bimbot 5000, okay? And guess what? I just got an upgrade for detachable asshole, okay? So keep running your mouth, lady. I was talking about how women like women like think guys want porno sex. We don't want porno sex. Men want bump, dump, go to sleep sex. That's what we want. But you had to start with this foreplay shit, right? They had to start with the foreplay stuff, and now we're like, okay, foreplay. So I gotta, I gotta pay the bills, mow the lawn, paint the house, fucking fix the cupboard. If somebody breaks in our house, I gotta fight them. The boat goes down, I gotta go last. And on top of that, on top of that, I gotta eat your pussy. Okay, all right. Guess who's getting in the poop shoot tonight? Okay, daddy's home. So once we have fuck robots, we don't have to worry about all this shit. I really do think sex robots and virtual reality porn is the only hope for mankind. Let these fucking poor people dump in the fucking robots all day. We need less people. Yeah. Our Earth's only hope is it's really pulling out an anal. That's it. We're fucked. Any other way. Did you see the 405 last night? Yeah. You see that picture? Yeah. Look like a candy cane. Yeah, yeah. That's human beings. Each one of those cars has about four, anywhere from two to three people probably. Or one person. That's even worse. Yeah. We need Japanese sex robots. Anal. Those are our only hope. Anal Japanese sex robots. And you might not like it, but that's true. I am, I'm the most, I'm not, most people are like, well, and I'm financially conservative. I am not. I am fucking Democrat, socialist, I don't give a shit, which is capitalism with some fucking parameters that fucking rich people don't go fucking nuts on everybody. And we spread it around. Do we spend $13 trillion on war? Imagine if we took all that, put it back into the country. Oh, yeah. We'd be fucking, we'd be all have flying cars and Japanese sex robots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be much better. Totally. That's what I'm into, so that's who I am. So, And that's another reason why Canada is so nice. They don't have to worry about having the military. They don't have to put their money into the military because they got an 800-pound gorilla next door. It's kind of like having, like, evil Superman as your neighbor. If you know someone's, someone's a breaks in your house, Superman's going to come over there and whoop some ass. Anybody who fucks with Canada, which nobody wants to fuck, Canada is like the koala bears of the world. Everybody likes them. Even Al-Qaeda's like, oh, I like these Canadians. Hockey too much, but I like them, right? They're like, that's why you go through their, like, their security. You go through their security, and they're like really patting you down. It's like, you're Canada. Nobody hates you. 
A couple crazy guys get mad because their team lost the fucking Stanley Cup. They flip a car. That is it. Like when I was in Canada, wherever I stood was the bad section of town. That's why I realized I was like the shadiest guy in Edmonton. Wherever I stood, teenage pregnancy went up, fucking theft went up, illiteracy went up. That's how where I stood. That's how it was, man. So uh, Garnett comes. He gets us these tickets. And he's like, Ari couldn't make it because he's editing a special. And uh, so we go to game. I drive down. I get him up early. I love telling Canadians when we go to like any section, go, listen, they don't tell you this shit in the, in the, in the trail bureau or anything like that. We're going to a bad section of town, okay? You don't make eye contact with any ethnic people. If, you, if they look at you, you look away. Because they'll fucking shank you, bro. I love scaring Canadians. Tebow said the funniest thing in the world on the ride over there. Tebow was like, Americans are the Canadians what black people are to Americans. They fucking, we scare the fuck out of them. (laughs) That's the best fucking line I've ever heard. So I, I, I like to scare my friend because like I had my friend Jerry D and he's like, I'm American. I love everybody. And then we went to Oakland. And he's like, dude, are we going to get raped? I'm like, chill, dude. Everybody's cool. We just lay down. Just don't yell any Heil Hitlers in the middle here. We're talking about burning crosses and everybody's good. Everybody just wants to fucking smoke some weed, drink some beer, get their dick sucked and uh, have a laugh. That's, that's the world, dude. That's the world. Everybody's just laid back. Some people are, when there's poor people, they got to survive, you know? But, I mean, for the most part, the world's pretty chill. So, anyways, we go there. We're walking to the stadium. Who do we see? Send Dog from uh, Insane in the Membrane, Cypress Cypress Hill. He's sitting there by himself. Nobody's saying anything. He just looks like another Mexican at a fucking uh, basketball game. I'm like, holy shit. I walk up. Can we take a picture? Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, he's, I'm like, thank you, dude. He's like, nah, man, thank you. I'm like, I have no clue what you're thanking me for, but I'm cool with that, man. And then he just got mobbed and we just walked away. So there's this guy, when you go to a sporting event, there's like 18, uh, there's like a ton of people just standing around wanting free tickets. Like they're looking for a prayer. Like I need a ticket. If you got a ticket, please give me a ticket. So Ari didn't go. So I was like, dude, just give him your free ticket. And he's like, fuck no. I'm like, that's really weird that you wouldn't give a guy a nosebleed seat tickets. I'm like, whatever, weird guy. Okay, here we go. The crazy's coming out. We go in. We get in. First of all, it's it's free hat day. Oh, at, wow. Oh, not just like any hat. Bomb-ass hats. Nice. They're fucking real. I wore them yesterday on uh, Punch Drunk. Mm-hmm. That was a nice hat. Yeah, yeah. I met with my buddy the other day. He's like, are you wearing a free hat? I'm like, yeah, a free nice hat. Yeah, usually they're garbage. They they were so, I'd wear that out all the time. It's a nice hat. Steve Ballmer's getting it. So we get these hats. I go, I I, I walk around, I go with my ticket. I get another free hat for Dana. So I got two free hats. Nice. I got two free hats. And I'm like, okay, where are our seats? I'm like, 300 what? He's like, no, dude, we're 108. I'm like, oh, shit. That's why you didn't give away, because you spent probably 150 bucks on these tickets, and they're really close. I'm like, that's amazing. And, dude, we had the best seats. This is how good our seats were. You're from L.A. If you're not from L.A., the L.A. mascot is now Chuck the Condor, who I love to death. Nobody else likes him. They all think he's a piece of shit. But my, I love him. But before that, it was Clipper Daryl. 
Clipper Darrell was a, a black guy. You don't know what age he is. He could be anywhere from 34 to, like, literally 65. You don't know? And he wears a black, uh, uh, red and blue suit. Everything is Clipper up. He's known as Clipper Darrell. That is his life. The Clippers try to kick him out. They're like, no, you're fucking never coming back. They had him on the news. He's crying. Everyone's like, fuck that, dude. Clipper Nation just went nuts, and they got him back. Was that the old owner? Yeah. Trying to kick out a black guy? Yeah, of course. Again. You know, dude, for an 80-year-old man who bangs trannies, you're pretty judgmental, asshole. For real. Seriously, dude, you are banging a Filipino black tranny. Isn't that weird? Like, you know when they passed that law that said gays couldn't marry in, a, in America? And in uh, California, and they did the research, and they found out most of the people who voted for were uh, Catholic blacks and Mexicans. And I'm like, that's crazy, because all the trannies outside of donut time are black and Mexican. You're voting against your own people. This podcast can get me in so much trouble between between this hell Hitler shit that you got me worried about. It was I was just pointing was to the upper row. I was joking. Should I just do it like this? No, I can't even do that. I gotta do it like this. I gotta do my palms up. Actually, yeah, you, they can't see your hands in, in the screen, so oh, you're okay. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. So we go there and uh, we go there and uh, sitting in front of us is uh, Kovalev. Do you know who that is? The boxer? Yeah, the guy who just fought Ward. Sitting his two rows ahead of us. I'm like, holy shit. And he's with a whole Russian crew. He's got the whole crew. And let me tell you, man, Russians have their hooker game on point. And let me tell you, Clipper games, you know the Clippers are doing well because there were hookers everywhere. Just fucking leathery, white guy, old guys who look like they love cocaine and cocoa butter and laying in the sun, hanging out with fucking dime pieces, dude. Dime. This one chick walked around with this guy who looked like this leathery Israeli dude. Walked right. He looked like a leathery Israeli hairstylist. Like he got a hooker, but he really doesn't wouldn't know what to do with her because he's not into that shit. And, dude, they sit right next to us. And this girl's ass is, I mean, dude. Is so hot and it goes right past Tebow's face and he doesn't even look at it because he's concentrating on the game too much. He's a fan. He is. I'm a fan too. But dude, when you see a, a fucking legit dime piece ass, you got to stop and show some love. If I had beer, I would have poured it out out of respect. Just a little dip, a little boom, boom, a little love for your ass. So he, Kovalev hasn't run. This guy, this 60 year old guy, comes with this 20 year old, I mean, dude, smoking hot. Russian chick. And you gotta be honest, I think Russian hookers are like the Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. I think Russian hookers are the Michael Jordan of hookers. They're like the pinnacle. Because they're like first world hot with a third world attitude. Like they're the, Russians are like the, the, the fucking, the ghetto of white people. Like they don't fuck around. They'll shoot, they'll shank somebody. They don't give a fuck. Russians don't give a shit. Uh, that's why I don't fuck with Russians. They, they, they ain't afraid to die for this shit. Much respect to the Russian. Like, I see Russians. I Dude, I watch Sopranos. You don't fuck with Russians. This chick was so hot. And she's with this, like, 55-year-old guy. And let me tell you something about Russian men. They don't give a shit about age difference. Russian guys like, I'm 55. You are still in 11th grade. Finish homework. Then work my balls. They don't care. They don't care. Russians get it. I'm losing everybody. I'm losing 
everybody on this thing. So the hooker game is on top. The right now the I've been going to Clipper games since 2000. And let me tell you, there is a complete difference between those games and what the game experience is like now. There is nothing but pyrotechnics on everything. I mean, the hat game is on point. I mean, a, a brand new Clipper hat, gorgeous, free. And now they got a t-shirt bazooka gun. Like, we have militarized our t-shirt cannons. Our t-shirt cannons. That's how much the military industrial complex has taken over this country. We have militarized t-shirt guns that shoot like a thousand guns like a million times. Like, uh, like guns, like, just like, like World War II footage. Like, strafing the crowd. With yeah, the just killing people. Wow. Like, you invade countries with this shit. Now we got it shooting t-shirts at everybody. And people go nuts for t-shirts. People it's, go nuts for free shit at stadiums. It's, it's unbelievable. Crazy. It's crazy. Uh, dude, they're the worst t-shirts. Now, I don't know. I didn't get one. I got one from way back in the Donald Sterling days. And it's literally a shirt I used to wash my car with. But these things might be on point because these hats were on point. Not this Raider hat, obviously, but my Clipper hat. And it's so funny because I'm a Raider and I'm a Clipper fan. And by the way, the Raiders and Clippers combined 13-0 on the road. Does anyone care? Does anyone care? No, I do. And it's so funny because I'll do the road and people are like, oh, you got a sports podcast. I'm like, yeah. It's like, who, who are your teams? Uh, Raiders and Clippers. Bandwagon. I'm like, dude, you should have talked to me 2005 when I was two weeks in every season and I was already over it. These are the glory days for Sam Tripoli's sports team. Yeah. These are the glory. We were like two games away from going to the World Series, the Dodgers. You know? Can you, So you're a St. Louis fan. Are you St. Louis on everything? No. Or just baseball? Just baseball. How'd that happen? Have we talked about the this McGuire before? The McGuire home run chase got me into the team. Like I learned. They were always on TV, so I got to see them. And... But you were never a Padres fan? In 98 when they went to the series. Uh, you know, you're always Tony Gwynn, you know. I wear Tony Gwynn's Tony Gwynn who talked like this. Listen, we got to move. The, the The key yep. is to hit the gaps. Mm -hmm. You ever listen to his son do Dodger talk? No. Him and uh, David Boussey or whatever his name is on 570 out here. They just argue. The, the, the other guy is such a Dodger homer when Tony Gwynn Jr. just tries to talk fact. He, like, they get in fights. He's like, okay, Tony, why don't you, yeah, okay. Maybe you don't love the Dodgers like I do. It's like, dude, you are such a fucking homer. It's annoying. So anyways, military cannon gun. It was great, dude. Took pictures with Kovalev with a send dog from, I mean, dude, there was, I got in the Jumbotron. I was all Clipper. I go Clipper game. I'm a Clipper homer, dude. I, I got my Clipper jersey. I got from the nice people out in Toronto, my 420 jersey with my name on the back. And my buddy said the only, how, only way he knew it was me is because he saw my name on the back of my jersey. People coming up like, 420, man, what does that mean? I go, what the fuck? What, what year are you? Clipper Daryl goes, what's 420 mean? I go, Clipper, Daryl, are you fucking? It's 2016. You don't know what 420 is? What are you, retarded? It's weed. I don't even smoke it. But it's weed. So I got in the jumbo trying to clipper hat on, clipper jersey, clipper everything, and I started doing robots. Boom, I'm on a jumbotron. My friend's like, my buddy who saw me is like, I can't get away from you. You're fucking everywhere.
But yeah, the military, I mean, dude, it was a crazy gun. A crazy t-shirt gun. All right. So uh, real quick, I got two things I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about North Dakota and the Standing Rock and the uh, Native Americans protesting and how they're using military, they're using like concussion grenades against American citizens. Like, I just got to talk, I mean, really quick, I know none of them probably listen to this podcast, but if you're a police officer and you are using military force against American citizens, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, did you join the force to crack skulls like this? I mean, like, I even get, like, wanting to be be in your neighborhood and, and cleaning up your neighborhood. And if there's some riffraff, fucking lighting some people up. I can understand to a point. This has nothing to do with this. Like, when you were a kid and you watched movies, did you dream of being the bad guys? Like, right now, like, you're the frat guys from Revenge of the Nerds. You're the, you're the assholes from the Cobra Kai. You're the one yelling, sweep the leg, Johnny, right now. You're an extra from the Karate Kid movie rooting for the Cobra Kai. When you watched Star Wars, did you dream of being a stormtrooper? Because that's what you are. You're dreaming. You are a stormtrooper. Everybody else wants to be Luke, maybe Yoda. Maybe Han Solo. Did you dream of being a stormtrooper? Just a fucking another warm body for the fucking empire to crack on the resistance. I mean, that's what you're doing. You're not serving your neighbor. This is not protect and serve. This is higher gun shit. In our country, man, you're using concussion grenades on U.S. citizens. Like... I don't give a shit where you stand on that pipeline. This use of force is uncalled for. This is not a crime. This is not a terrorist attack. This is U.S. citizens fighting for their own land, man. You are on the wrong side of history right now. No matter how this goes, and it will not go well. This, I'm telling you right now, I will, I can, I, I will be shocked if this pipeline goes forward the way it keeps mounting more and more and the more force you use and what happened to the stormtroopers my friends what happened to the stormtroopers in every star wars movies they get killed even they, by even by ewoks even by fucking little furry ewoks kill stormtroopers did darth vader give a shit darth vader give a shit about the stormtroopers didn't give a fuck about the stormtroopers man that's you, dude. That's you. You signed up to protect and serve, and now you're cracking skulls for the Death Star. And you know what? They don't give a shit about you. And at the end of the day, man, at the end of the day, it's your water, too. Your kid's water, too. Your fucking environment. So, th so you're doing all this evil shit for a paycheck and a retirement fund, which most likely, the way things are going, isn't even going to be there when you get to that age. 
So you're selling your soul for a fucking paycheck and not doing what you, when you were a kid, you dreamed of. When you were a kid, you dreamed of being a cop. You wanted to walk the beat. You wanted to keep your neighborhood safe. And you wanted to treat people with some dignity because you cared about your neighborhood. This is not it, man. This is you fucking cracking skulls against your own fucking people. And at the end of the day, you're going to be the one that has shitty drinking water, a shitty environment, and you're going to fucking realize you got used and abused. And the best thing you can fucking do is either walk away from there or turn in that badge and go be... Because right now you look like a bouncer who passed the psych test and got a job to fucking hurt his own people. And it looks fucking stupid. And it's fucking wrong. Even if you don't agree with the what the guys are doing, hurting your own fucking people... Don't you watch movies? You're on the wrong side of the story. If this was a movie in the theater, people would be rooting for you for dying, man. They'd be rooting for you to fucking die. They would clap when you get shot. People clap for the fucking stormtroopers that get fucking offed, man. The fucking, you're on the wrong side of the story. You're on the wrong side of the story, man. And it makes me fucking sad. Because I know my my father was a grandfather. My father was a grandfather. My father was a cop. And I know he wasn't perfect. When we went to his funeral, one side of the fourth, one side of the memorial was all cops. The other side was all the Niagara Falls mob. But my fucking grandpa walked with some honor. You know, and he wanted to do well. But man, you're on the wrong side, dude. And I hope you find it in your heart to fucking leave there, man. Because you're going to lose this battle. And you're going to look at your kids in the fuck thing and go, yeah, I was there and I was an asshole. You're the guy in the fucking grainy film of the dude with the hose hosing down black people trying to get them off the fucking off the sidewalk. You're the one who fucking told Rosa Park to get the fuck off the bus. That's who you are right now. You're on the wrong side, man. It's time to go. Pick right. You know how this ends because it ends all the, t- all the time the same way. Common sense. Right. What's right and what's wrong? And what's right is that these guys have a right to do what they want with their own land. We have the right to clean water. We have the right to an environment. We have the right to renewable energy. And you're part of the fucking problem. And you're not doing the job that you sign up for. So that's where we're at. This fucking fake news ass shit I'm dealing with right now. Nobody's reporting this stuff. Watch the nightly news. You see anything about North Dakota? You see a maybe something on CNN once in a while. CNN's got fucking problems, man. This whole fake news thing that's going on, this is such propaganda bullshit. It's such propaganda bullshit. It's making up a term so you no longer trust any other source except for them. Six six groups own all the news, man. The, the message is bought. So to sit there and call people like Democracy Now!, who had a reporter who got arrested for covering the fucking North Dakota pipeline incident. She got arrested. She had to go to trial. The judge was like, dude, this is too much. Threw the, threw the charges out. But that's who's fucking, that's, that's real news. The Young Turks, real news. Uh, Jimmy Shore, is that his name? Jimmy Shore? Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore, have you watched his show on YouTube? Phenomenal. It's an excellent show. That's real news. As crazy as Alex Jones is, I, I trust more in what he's saying than the nightly fucking news, man. I'm sorry. I know he's a piece of shit, but so is in Don Lemon. Don Lemon is a piece of shit. Him and Bill O'Reilly are the same thing, man. They're just 
Different coins talking to a different group. I'd kind of like to see Don Lemon get as crazed as Alec Jones, though. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, well, you know, it'd just be Queenie. He'd just get yeah, gay snarky. Yeah, yeah it'd be, be pretty hilarious, though. I hope whoever fucks Don Lemon in the ass really wrecks that shit. Just fucking gets air and drops dick on that asshole like Jimmy Snooker. Just fucking from the top rope. And that guy can't shit right for a week. I can't stand Don Lemon. He's snarking. He's what's wrong with the fucking media. He's a piece of shit. Him, Bill O'Reilly, they're all piece of shit. Alex Jones is a, a fucking whack job crazy guy. But the problem is, now he's on like, he's like, the truth is, like there's shit going on and he comes off like a racist. Dude, Hillary Clinton, everything you don't like about Trump, there's a video of Hillary Clinton, uh, Bill Clinton, saying or doing the exact same thing. That's my point. These people who are protesting, you're just begging for Frank Underwood to come from fucking... House of Cards to come save you. She is a Sith Lord, man. She is. That's look at her. Look how old and decrepit the fucking Clintons look. They look like fucking their souls are draining. He's a piece of shit, man. Fucking Donald Trump is an orangutan's asshole. But the notion that the other side would have anything better, the difference between Trump and the difference between Hillary is you're hearing all the evil shit that Trump's doing. If it was Hillary, they would never tell you that this guy's part of Monsanto's or Walmart or fucking Glencore or any of these other Rothschild shit. You wouldn't hear it. That's the difference. All right, we got to wrap up. Can we just real quick? Okay, I want to. Can we just talk about Kanye has gone crazy. If you listen to the to the three or four or five thousand people that listen to this podcast, if Kanye is coming to your town, do not buy tickets for his show. It is not good. Old Kanye is dead. We have lost him. He is gone. He's dead and gone. Dead and gone. And we blame no one else but the soul suckers. Soul Stealers Kardashians. I want the, seriously, between rappers and pro athletes, I mean, I'm surprised Black Lives Matter haven't protested Kardashians for all the fucking black entertainers' careers they've killed. They're fucking serial killers. Where's Reggie Bush? Yeah. Where's that light-skinned black guy that played fucking wide receiver for the Cowboys? What's his name? I can't, he's gone too. Miles Lamar, Austin. Yeah. yeah, where's Mike Austin? Miles. Gone. What? Miles Austin. Miles Austin. Where's he? Gone. Lamar Odom. Gone. Chris Humphreys. Gone. They're all gone. Dead and gone. Odell Beckham went crazy. Gone. They're all gone. They're crazy. Dude. I mean, dude, when is Jesse Jackson going to step in and do something? He's got to put an end to this black serial killer shit. Huh? I mean, my God, they're starting to enter sickle cell area. Do something, Jesse! God damn it. I mean, dude, everybody's picking on Kanye and Kim. You guys don't know how traumatizing it is to fake a robbery. The minutes they put in to not thinking this thing out. And for all of it to crash and burn because they're two fucking retards. It's like, that's traumatizing. The only good thing about this whole crash and burn is the porn parody is going to be great. I, would, I, wish, I wish it would actually... Porn parody is going to be the first time a porn parody actually stars the people it happened to. I could see Kim Kardashian getting trains ran on him by Lamar and Miles Austin. 
That's my thing. All right. Everybody needs to chill the fuck out. So, guys, we're going to end this. I had fun. That was good. I, I felt like I was kind of back into my groove with that, right? Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to, uh, we're going to play this video real quick. It's a couple minutes. And then we're going to get out of here. Guys, if you're in Chicago, come see me. Get with me, dog. If you have anything you ever want me to rant, I do it every Monday. I'm going to have Vicky Pezza on the show next week. Nice. We're going to have the naughty show back in the saddle. Um, so, here we go. This is Lone Wolf by. Um, Let's see if we get this. The wolf on the hill is never as hungry as the wolf climbing the hill. It's not easy going it alone. But if you keep going, stay true to yourself. It will be worth it in the end. The hardest walk you can make is the walk you make alone. But that is the walk that makes you the strongest. That is the walk that builds your character the most. To all of you fighting battles alone, to all of you going against the grain, battling the naysayers, stay strong, keep going. Stay strong, keep going. This walk is hard, but the hardest walks lead to the greatest destinations. The toughest climbs always lead to the best views. It will be worth it in the end. And if you show what you are made of, the right people will show up in your life. You won't be alone, Wolf, forever. only few can admire because most don't possess you have strength only few can understand because most have never experienced so don't give in don't settle don't lower your expectations to fit into the world you were born to stand out you were born to lead lead the pack say the wolf on the hill is never as hungry as the wolf climbing the hill. Always be that wolf climbing the hill. Always hungry for more. Always hungry to grow, to feed your mind and rise to the highest level you can take yourself. Never looking back, always looking forward to the next feast, feast of success in whatever you do. It does not matter if you have to walk alone for a while. It is much better to walk alone in the right direction than to follow the herd walking in the wrong direction. Stay strong. Be different. Your destiny is in your hands. Get out there and hunt it.